The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. Richard. Hey, Darren. So I think we've got an incredible story that we've got on our table here today. Um, something that appeared in, in Psychic News in 2015, you know, certainly one of the most prestigious uh, psychic journals that there are. And the reason I found this so fascinating, I mean, first of all, I'll say we're kind of on a psychic track now, so I want to go down this line, right. especially with you. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's not just the fact that it's channeling and it's not even, you know, the claim about who you channeled. It's what they channeled that I find so fascinating in this case, particularly yeah. given that our focus on the Spiritual Freedom Show is obviously mm. teachings of the nine freedoms. Yeah. So I wonder, maybe you can kick us off a little bit here in terms of um, these messages that were published in this magazine that you, that you received. Yeah, so what had happened already was that I'd started to get messages from writers. Mm -hmm. And that was a plan that was devised on the other realms, not by me. It's interesting, you know, William Blake oh, yeah. poet, said that he had more books in print and available on the higher spheres than he had here, <laughs> which okay. he didn't have any then. You know, he has a lot of his poetry is obviously readily available it's, now. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the 18th century, he said mm. that. So. But um, coming to this, these writers that were published here in Psychic News were like the climax, the kernel, you might say, of that. I mean, mm. now this is a very controversial claim, I suppose. I am not saying everyone has to believe me, they, I don't mind. I was very pleased Psychic News published it and they published it very straight. And they are, you could say the sort of, the medias, the medium's journal, certainly sure. in Britain. Okay. So that was good. I would also say that I, this project, which was started, I would say about maybe almost 10 years before this or eight or nine years before this, which culminated in my book, God's Guides and Guardian Angels, mm -hmm. was a very clever idea. It wasn't my idea because if, for example, you channel a poem, uh, it has to rhyme. or not, It doesn't have to rhyme, actually, but some poems rhyme. Some poems have meter. Right. And so, therefore, you're, you, know, you can't fabricate it in, in sort of three minutes flat. Yeah. So it was absolute... Proof to me. I mean, people, as I say, can doubt my me. word. That's mm. up to them. I don't really care, to be honest. Mm. But I knew. And also the caliber. I mean, I wouldn't claim to be able to write the sort of things here that were published in Psychic News. Uh, first of all, I'd say that all these three, though, are studying the nine freedoms, <laughs> which makes it very relevant to spiritual freedom shows totally. because this is something Dr. King said actually, the nine freedoms is being studied on the higher realms more deeply than most people are capable of on this realm. And these three writers uh, were studying it and they gave me these three pieces about different freedoms. So the first one was Dante who gave okay. me a, a something which is related to bravery, the first one. And when we say Dante, we mean Dante D of... Dante Alighieri. Uh, he, there is a poem actually in God's Guides and Guardian Angels by Dante. I don't give his name in the book. I see. I should okay. have done. I was advised to. Everybody thought, I, a lot of people thought I was making a mistake in not, but I, I, I was, I'm very conservative. I'm not very good about coming forward with claims that mm. relate to myself. Okay. But then I realized this isn't really about myself. This is some beautiful pieces of literature True. of which I wouldn't be capable. Mm. Um, and they are about the nine freedoms or aspects of the nine freedoms from their perspective. So, yes, so Dante was about bravery, his piece that he gave me. The, the Tolstoy one 
was, uh, sorry, Tolstoy was the other, the second one. Uh, that was about the second freedom, mm -hmm. uh, love. Mm -hmm. They weren't actually given in this order. I see, okay. And then the third one was Sir Francis Bacon. Now, Sir Francis Bacon isn't particularly regarded in literary circles, except that I personally believe, and Dr. King absolutely stated, that he was the main author, not the only one, but the main one in Shakespeare. Oh, it's a revelation itself, isn't it? Yes, so that's a massive thing. And, and I had, you know, lots of evidence, you know, from things he'd written me that appeared in lines from Shakespeare that I hadn't seen in other, mm. in other messages and so forth. So, um, the, the, these, but these are three of the greatest writers ever. So I realize this is a very controversial claim, but I think it's a very clever plan. I don't think it's in deference to me at all. I think it's mainly probably in deference, deference to Dr. George King, who all three of these admire greatly, mm. and in deference to the Nine Freedoms. So um, you, you're talking about kind of this plan. I mean, it seems like one aspect of this is sort of like, um, if you could prove that um, channeling was possible, um, if we could give credibility to that in itself and that people could see that Dr. King therefore was also able to channel, that he was able to channel things like the Nine Freedoms from Mars Sector 6, this kind of helps to round out people's understanding of how I think that's teaching. part of their plan as well, mm. that if people can see channeling working, right. they can see the merit in what I receive because it's in a beautiful literary style, for example. Mm. I mean, if you take the Tolstoy one, um, which is called, the, I, I gave the titles to that, okay, but it's yeah, called The it. Lion and the Lamb. Okay. I was very surprised. My conscious mind was very surprised. Now, I want, I want to stress here, these, I didn't receive these in somatic trance, like Dr. King received the Nine sure. Freedoms. I wasn't capable of it at that time. Uh, but it was a very difficult enterprise as far as I was concerned, because to... Effort-wise, you mean? Effort-wise, mm. concentration-wise, mm. consciousness-wise, mm. because one of the keys to mediumship, as Dr. King, I think almost uniquely has revealed, actually, I, I, that might be wrong, but I don't hear this too often, when you are receiving a message from a, a, an intelligence, now these intelligences are not ascended, these people, they are on a, a higher realm, very okay. high realm, I would suggest, uh, but they're not ascended, so they're human beings, they're not interplanetary, they're not ascended masters, but they're advanced people and brilliant writers. Mm -hmm. It may not be, by the way, that this is like the last life they had. For all I know, they might have reincarnated in the meantime. I see. Um, in fact, in one particular case, I believe they have for sure. That's my opinion. But in delivering this, they resumed their personas okay. as these three writers. I see. That's how they're known it's identifiable by most people by us. Yeah. on Earth. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Um, so to, to gain that rapport, though, the key to, of mediumship is while you're receiving a message, you have to be at the similar vibratory level, um, frame of mind, if you want to call it that, as the person who's communicating. So Dr. King entered Samadhi, and in Samadhi, then a, a being like Jesus, a being mm. like Mars Sector 6, could use him because he's elevated his consciousness so high, far higher than I did in these cases, right, okay. that these great cosmic intelligences could use him. So this is a, a lowly thing by comparison, but still, because they are in a high realm, for me, it was a big effort. I had to keep my, my maintain a certain level. 
mediums, if they say that it's like falling off a log. Actually, I wrote an article in Psychic News around it. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I say this. Some psychics and mediums talk about channeling as though, as though it was as easy as falling off a log. For me, it would be more like an exercise in advanced forestry. Yeah, okay. so I think that says something about the caliber of some of those mediums mm. and, and their genuineness, frankly, mm, mm, mm. Uh, if they think it's easy. Either they're not getting a very elevated intelligence at all or they are deluded or worse, even lying. Let's hope they're not lying. Mm. Um, but to do this isn't easy, and, and particularly when you're trying to gain this rapport with people who, as they give it to you. Now, with the Tolstoy one, yeah. I'm, I'm not a literary expert. You know, I did A-level English, and, you know, <laughs> okay. and yeah, I did yeah. study drama <laughs> yeah. at university, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I don't know much about Tolstoy. I don't think I've ever finished a book. I started one, but not finished one, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but in my mind, Tolstoy was, you know, wrote about 19th century grand houses and noble families and so mm. forth. So to get this thing, which was sort of almost zoological, what my conscious mind was saying, this can't be Tolstoy. I and see. then later, afterwards, I found that he had written a thing called Stories from Zoology. Really? He'd written some sort of parables using animals. Wow, so it's like, it's like an aspect of him that's not as famous, but yeah. which is he's drawing on. Yes. Oh, wow. And okay. I don't know how... I might, I which you didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, okay. I think it may have been for children. I'm not sure. but the, or, or maybe... But even so, it, it was... Um, I think very relevant to adults as well. So he's adopting a style that he did use. Well, well, it seems to be. It's yeah. certainly a, a sort of subject matter. Okay. Because this yeah. is a parable. Mm. Um, you know, with Dante, um, there was a very clear uh, prophecy made in the message I that he gave me, and um, I'm, I'm going to look at my notes here. It was delivered to me on February the fourth, two thousand and thirteen. So it's kind of a call to arms. I've called it the currency of truth, but that's just my name for it. But he made a, a statement here, um, which was proved later within days. Within a week of this, Pope Benedict XVI, which is the one before the current one, sure. took the world by surprise by resigning his papacy. And he thereby manifested the words Dante had spoken a few days earlier. Now, I put those words up on my website so I can prove I got them. And in it, he said, strike from the register all titles, be they even from the pontificate. Wow. And within days of that, the Pope resigned his position. Wow. Now, what's even more interesting, I discovered looking into it, that the last pope who resigned, because popes weren't meant to resign, mm. resigned for personal reasons, inverted commas, which is quite similar to Benedict, actually. He's called Celestine V, during Dante's lifetime. That's the really? last time it ever happened. Wow. And in the Inferno, Dante roundly condemned that pope for re resigning mm. and citing cowardice. Now, he was in real trouble for that. In fact, he, he, you know, his life would have been in danger had he gone anywhere near Rome after writing after that. After writing that, yeah. But that's kind of an interesting tie. Absolutely, well. the tie in there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to get into reading these in a moment, but I thought I'd just ask, you know, just before we get into it, a little bit more about, like, what's your experience like when you receive, maybe even receiving one of these specifically? Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, just to give people a flavor of, 
you know, as someone who has started to develop these psychic abilities, as people can. Yeah. Um, what's actually going on? Well, it's, it's intense for me okay. when I was doing it, and it's not somatic. So if you can enter somatic trance, like Dr. King did, mm. um, you bypass conscious thought, which is very interesting because it meant that Dr. King, as we've discussed before, couldn't remember or didn't know yeah, okay. what had been said. Because if the th- thought process was superseded you're in a transcendental state by the way transcendental meditation as most people understand it isn't transcendental in the strict sense. <laughs> okay. it might be yeah. helping people a lot yes i'm not in given, any way yeah, saying given. anything yeah. against it um, and and likewise people who talk about living in the now mm. and simply mean you don't think about the past much you don't think about the future much and you just live for the moment inverted commas aren't actually in the now, because I believe being in the now is somatic. Mm. Uh, in fact, I'm sure of that. Mm. I'm absolutely certain of that. We'll do a show on that. There's a good, there's a good topic there, I think. There's a, yeah. there's a topic yeah. there, because a lot of talk about the power mm. of now and so mm. forth. But um, getting back to this, for me, it's raising my consciousness, keeping it there, and although I'm not in a trance, or wasn't then in a trance, it's not thinking about what is being said at all. Soon as you allow your mind, and this is where so many mediums go wrong, and this is mm. why so many of them are at best partially accurate. Okay. And usually they're at best partially, they are partially accurate. To get it really accurate, you can't think about what is being said at all. All you're thinking about is receiving the communication, which in my case is, a, is telepathic and clairaudient. Okay. Um, and they have a way of, I I don't know whether all these three gentlemen speak English now. I I suspect they do. If they don't, they have a way of kind of instantly translating it by the time it reaches me. You're hearing English words, you're saying? I'm hearing and receiving English words. And of course, this is the other thing about what I'm doing, or what I was guided to do in this sort of literary project, which lasted for about 10 years, Mm. and culminated, I'd say, with these three messages... Um, you know, I was, I was guided to receive literary figures and they very kindly cooperated. I say, not in deference to me, I don't think, mm, but in deference yeah. to Dr. King, the Ethereum mm. Society, what I'm doing, mm. the nine freedoms and so forth. And so it's clever because the words they use, for example, when I got one poem, which was from uh, Fook Greville and William Davenant, which is published in God's Guide to oh, yeah. Guardian Angels. Those two are 17th century figures I'd never heard of when I received this message from them. All of which is good for me because I think, oh gosh, they exist. I see. It's you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's I, if you lack confidence, mm. um, and I have lacked confidence. But when I started, I, I questioned myself. And I advise all psychics and mediums to question themselves. I had one very interesting message actually when I was just starting out and Dr. George King himself set me up as a psychic and and he even designed the cover for my crystal ball personally Dr. King designed it himself and he bought me the crystal ball and I was doing a lot of readings in those days like I was booked over a year ahead and I I was doing this and I was getting help uh, from various people but I still lack confidence and what I think at the very beginning some of the people connected to Dr. King in the earlier days were helping me and mm. connected to the Ethereum Society. So one would be Sir James Young Simpson. Okay. And I got something and afterwards, because he was a very witty man. And this, this is slightly offensive to vegetarians and vegans, so forgive me. 
But when I'd finished, he gave me a typical steak order. <laughs> what, what do you Because I was thinking, I wonder if I got that right. And he said, this is what he said. He said, rare, medium, well done. <laughs> That's so clever. And, so clever. You know, <laughs> if you're getting a joke, yeah. you can't really fake it because yeah. you can't crack a joke you know psychically as it were um so that was that was a that's a that's an aside but i think it's quite healthy though to question yourself to, and so on and to stay yes. on edge yeah. and not get carried away it's very easy to get carried. in fact i got a bit carried away at the beginning when i started mm. and you can easily because your imagination can kick in so coming back to what you asked, you, what you have to, as far as I'm concerned anyway, make a big effort. I even sometimes break down the letters. I don't even hear the word. I get really? the letters. Yeah. So I'll get L-I-O-N. And I'm not even thinking what that adds up to. I see. It's literally just like as if yeah, it's just... lion. Hmm. But I, I'm thinking, yeah. You're not thinking lion. No. You don't even have the thought no, of lion. No, okay. that's what you want to avoid. That. Mm, you want to thought, is this good? Does it rhyme? Does it? You can't. Once you do that, you're finished. I see. You're, not, you're I no see, longer channeling. Yeah. I get the it. best you're collaborating. Okay. So, yeah, okay, because there have been some people who it has been a collaboration, hasn't it? Of like, course. Dwarf, I mean, I think, but, yeah. And I, yeah, I think Alice Bailey talks yeah. about that too. But I, I think myself, with all due deference to her, um, that it's much better if you can distinguish between your part and the communicator's part. Mm. And that's one thing I slightly... Um, it's not, it's not my favourite thing about the Alice ba some of the Alice Bailey writings is that you, some bits you don't know whether this is Dwell Cool or yeah. whether it's her. And she may not know. She probably didn't know. Yeah, I because I think she wrongly frowned upon mediumship. I can see why she did. I see. Because there was a lot of nonsense around. And there still is a lot of nonsense around. But it, it, it's a, in its purest form, if you can hone it down, take yourself out the picture... And just get the message. And as I keep repeating, if you can enter somatic trance, that would be the very best way to do it because you guarantee it then. Yeah. And this is why you can't remember it because your thoughts haven't been activated. So it can't go in the memory banks. Yeah, that's, that's the brilliant thing about the nine freedoms, yeah. isn't it? It's like, you know that that's Master Sector 6 and you know that's the Master's commentary on Yeah, and sometimes, uh, I believe, just occasionally, uh, Dr. King's uh, commentary on Master Sector 6 or the Master Jesus isn't exactly what that communicator mm. meant. It's not wrong ever because it's Dr. King. And sometimes even he will give different commentaries himself. But all this kind of adds to the authenticity, really, of yes, Dr. King because this isn't him. This is him looking at some uh, another communicator. Yeah. And he, by and large, I think especially with Marset 6, he's completely in tune with the thinking of that particular master. Mm. And, and then he, Dr. King, will throw brand new light on it. I mean, the, some of the things in the Nine Freedoms would have just passed us by without the commentaries of Dr. King. Yeah. But they are two different contributions to truth. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting to think about it, even, even the detaching to the level of only getting the letters when yeah. you're doing this. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a message before now which I haven't agreed with. Oh, really? Yeah, and you should be able to do that. I see, that level of detachment yeah. from and, the message. And even for budding psychics who, mm. are, who are not yet channeling or may never channel, you don't have to channel. Mm. In fact, probably most people shouldn't, they should spend time healing or something mm. else. Mm. But if you, I mean, for me, it was something I, I, I actually had to do, I felt I had to do it, but it's not for everybody and mm. it doesn't need to be for most people. But, but even a budding psychic can get mm. a feeling and, you know, that feeling could be fear-driven, mm. not psychically driven. 
Uh, sometimes they, they feel, I don't like the I, I don't like this. I've got a feeling this isn't right, that it might be their fear, it might be their conditioning, it might be doubt, you know, it might be an emotional thing. But point being, sometimes if you get a feeling and you don't really agree with it, you don't really like it, that can be the most genuine feeling sometimes of all. So um, I'd love to get into some of these poems and, yeah. and, and read them. Would you mind um, no. reading that first one? So this yeah. is Dante speaking. Is it talking about? Yeah, this Bruno? is this is Dante. Okay. And um, he, he gave me this on fourth of February two thousand thirteen, and I called it the currency of truth. But I probably should have called it bravery. Really. Okay. Smite hard the boulder of certainty, which blocks the way to clarity and truth. Unveil the cloth of dogma which covers the rose-petaled knowledge of the seer. Cast aside these obstacles which have been constructed and woven from the lowest realms of earth. For now the time of revelation is here, and no man can stop this. The starched collars and velvet robes have no value in this currency of truth. Nor so do dusty parchment scrolls bearing seals of office of prominence and power. For prominence and power themselves are dust in this noble currency. Strike from the register all titles. Be they even from the pontificate. For such have no value here where this light does shine. Mea culpa, for I too have drunk this poison. But now I am refreshed by the cool springs of nature's gospel. Revelation, realization, reality itself. And yet, even in the midst of so much sorrow, so many lies, and all the tortuous diversions which masquerade as life on this earthly plane, this currency exists. Not in the great halls of learning, nor yet in the religious assemblies, neither in the chambers of commerce, and certainly not in political forums, can we find this. But in the honest, plain speaking, truth-seeking, love-sharing, light-bearing people who reject all forms of programmed obedience, knowingly or unknowingly, to the will of those below. It is to these, even in these basic realms, that this currency shall come and even they can't stop this now. So take heart, be renewed, for even when all around seem trapped in their prisons, fabricated from below, but accepted without question by them, know that this need not be so. Those prison bars can be broken, and this must be. Be prepared, for they will need a new home then, constructed from reality itself and purchased in the currency of truth. Gosh, that's like a spiritual teaching, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's an amazing, beautiful thing. And just to, just to sort of illustrate it, I must have received that in less than five minutes. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was, I that was going to be my next question, actually. Yeah. How long did it take to so receive I'm that? So I just simply, I, I am not capable of writing that in, in five minutes. On an, yeah, on I'm not capable of writing that, <laughs> but okay. not in five minutes. Gosh. And you'll see in there, actually, as I read it, I noticed quite a few references to the lower realms. Mm -hmm. and this is the author of Inferno. Uh, yeah. And there you of go. course, yeah. yes, it was 
these are my opinions now, but it wasn't a complete depiction of what the lower astral realms are really like. And there was some dogma crept in. In fact, he even says in there, mea culpa, which mm. again is not a phrase I use ever, mm. but you know, he, he says he's drunk from the poison. I mean, he also lived at a certain time when he wrote the Inferno. Yeah. But having said that though, I think he, he showed there a compassion. Yeah, he did. And even bothering about people in lower realms and in hells and what they were going through or not going through, even entering that arena. I see. Uh, that's my view of it. But here you see quite a few references to, you know, the prisons fabricated from below, for example. And But, you know, they can be, actually he doesn't say this, but demolished, transmuted, we would say. Yeah, I mean, that's the one aspect of it that really stood out to me, actually, in what he said, is that it's almost like an inspiration, a call to arms. It's not just... You know, it's all about what can we do about it. Mm. He's, 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 it's a, it's a, yeah, it is a call to arms for light bearing, light sharing. I think that's what mm. he said, right? I mean, the poem that's in God's Guides and Guardian Angels, which is, you know, not about the higher realms or the lower ones, but the in between ones. Oh, yeah. Um, is quite damning of the ordinariness and the, you know, the lack and of. That's vision. his poem, you mean? And that's his. I don't yeah. cite him there. I, I, I kind of hinted at that, but that's just me being, mm. you know, overly. Mm. modest, cautious, <laughs> okay. call it what you like, yeah, but it's okay. still not good enough. It okay. should, I should probably have said okay. it, but I didn't then. Mm. But um, that was, I mean, I actually only, I had to, I went to, um, with some people to near to Florence and, and, you know, we were very near where he, when I got it, uh, where he lived, and wow. where he operated. Okay, yeah. And I didn't think it at the time, but it was almost like I had to make that effort. Yes, yeah, so it's like a pilgrimage to make there, that, isn't it? Mm. I didn't know it, but and strangely enough, it, the people we were with, the Blazes, Chris oh, and yeah. Gary Blaze, Alison and I were sharing a little villa near Florence at the time on a holiday. Um, Gary had got, a, unbeknown to me, a picture of Dante, and wow. he had it there in the next room, and he came out and showed it to me. And, no, and, you know, <laughs> come there on. There were so many things like this. It was, uh, yeah. You get a lot of synchronicity, so I think. Some, well, certainly I do on some of these things, which are way beyond coincidence. Mm. But I think, you know, in some, I mean, this is, this is an incredible, I think that poem is, is evidence in and of itself. I think that's, that's an incredible exactly. piece of literature. Evidence of, of, of mediumship. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, not the usual thing you get even with all greatest respect to it. And I'm very grateful to Psychic News for publishing mm. this without any caveats whatsoever. Mm. But, you know, most of the things in there are you know, more domestic, let's put it that way, okay. communications. Yeah. Yeah. Love to bring the, the next two that we've got here because we've still got two to share actually um, onto our next show next week. Sounds good. Everybody's down here. Thanks for tuning into the show. Now, if you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to subscribe for more wisdom from the Nine Freedoms. If you'd like to find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6 by Dr. George King, go to our website, that's ethereus.org. Richard and I love hearing from you, receiving your comments, your questions, and your spiritual experiences, and talking about them on the show. So do write to us, share them with us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. Always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. See you next time.